Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 15 of the Conspiracy Analytica podcast. Now, we all know there are loads of scammers and charlatans descending upon the truth movement for money and to make a name for themselves. This has become especially noticeable over the last two or three years, given how much the truth-seeking movement has grown. Many people are looking to social media to find answers to questions the mainstream media won't tell us, which is a good thing, and there are answers to be found there. But unfortunately, it's the Wild West of sorts with very little accountability and certain grifters have taken advantage of this to spread loads of fake news and clickbait to draw in a large audience. I've become somewhat known for working to combat the fake conspiracy narratives that are infecting the truth-slash-patriot-slash-disclosure movements. And one thing I love to see is other content creators standing up to protect the movement from this sort of infiltration. Not many people do, because it takes courage. And those who get their cognitive dissonance when you expose the false beliefs and the false idols they cling to will label you as a shill, deep stater, jealous. They'll throw so much hate your way when the only thing you're trying to do is bring logic and reason into the discourse. So I applaud the influencers who stand up against the clickbait. And one of those people is a British dude who goes by the name M Seeker of Truth. He's taken it upon himself to expose some of these scams and the people who promote them over the past couple of years. He's a thorough investigator, a logical thinker, and he's not afraid to name names when the need arises. Him and I have done a couple of podcasts on his show over the last year or two, and now I'm excited to bring him onto my own podcast to chat about what got him into doing this sort of work and the social responsibility that we have as truth leaders in this movement to bring accountability to it and to police ourselves. So let's bring on M and dive right into it. M, M Seeker of Truth, glad to have you on here, brother. Man, I've been a huge fan of the work that you've been doing on your YouTube channel for a long time because you're one of the only ones out there that are exposing a lot of these like clickbait frauds, much like I do. So I definitely appreciate you doing that. But before we start talking about your work on YouTube and uh, the other video channels and social media channels you're on, uh, what's your background? Like, how did you, what were you doing before this internet stuff and what kind of caused you or inspired you to start putting your voice out there on the internet? Oh, firstly, thanks a lot, Jordan. Um, yeah, it's good to good to uh, be on a you know a show with you again. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing as well. Um, you know, going back to when we first uh, did a, uh, I did an interview with you. Uh, I think it was about a year and a half ago now, um, because I'd seen what what you were doing, and you were someone with with influence that was coming forward to talk about these other personalities um, that that. Uh, <laughs> There's something not quite right. There's many red flags or they're just plain liars and we can catch them in the act and um, muddying the waters of truth, uh, especially at this time, is something we really don't need. Uh, and especially letting people get away with with misleading people. Um, so, yeah, thank you uh, for saying that. And I really appreciate what you're doing by coming forward and talking about that. Um, in terms of my background, how I got into all of this, I suppose... Uh, my my background, sort of professionally, I suppose, um, is I've worked in in mental health, and so when twenty twenty hit, and the world the world went crazy, went mad, and we had this whole you know uh, CV narrative and, and all that's been going on. There was a lot of personalities that came out of the woodwork, and I, I started with my channel because I was trying to talk online on on socials and things. 
about a guy who was pretending, who, who, who was saying he was the, the real king of England. And he had quite a following back in 2020. And I'm sure we'll go on to talk about Charlie Ward, uh, Mr. Dr. Char- Doctor in, in, in inverted commas, Charles Ward. He he was one of the ones that was guilty of, of promoting this guy as the, the real king of England, he called him. And I saw a lot of people go down this rabbit hole and get really invested in it. And I, I found, you know, just doing what we do, you know, normal digging, um, looking into things, trying to just go one step further. Because I find, you know, in, in, in this day and age, a lot of people, they will say that they're truthers, they'll say that they're awakened. And especially around 2020, a lot of people will, will say that that was the year that they kind of started looking down these sort of rabbit holes and things. But you find that a lot of these people find this new truth or, or, or what they say is the, the new truth, you know, and if it, if, if it, if it serves their, their narrative or purpose, i.e. well, you know, the, the Royals, they're all scumbags, this, and this, that, and the other. And so there's someone else saying they're the King and that's great. Let's put him on the throne. Yeah. Screw it. Let's put a monkey on the throne. Anyone, anyone, but Queen Liz. Right. So you find a lot of people just having that kind of confirmation bias approach and, um, sort of cognitive dissonance and, and suspending of critical analysis of any of this, because that reality sounds better than the one we're in, right? And for me, you know, I'd come across, I'd, uh, so just I'll cut this 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 long story short, but I, I'd come across his uh, family, his sisters and his mother coming forward and saying, look, this is not true. This is not his ancestry. He's not the real King of England. Please don't give him money. He's done something similar before. He's... Uh, and 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 so I actually went and interviewed them. And um, before that, I was trying to talk online on socials, as I say, and people were just ignoring me because who am I? <laughs> who am I compared to this this king who's got a massive following and made a documentary about? And you find that a lot as well. And I found that when when uh, I say exposing, but looking into and uh, and talking about um, certain personalities that have become very popular, people don't want to listen to you unless you know, where's, where's your hundred thousand subscribers, you know? And back then I didn't have, you know, I start. that's where I started my, my channel. So I had a hundred subscribers and I was interviewing Greg Hallett's, Greg Hallett's name was King John III's family. And that's where I started my channel. So in terms of background of, of, uh, mental health, going back to mental health, I saw some friends of mine or internet friends mainly that had gone down that rabbit hole and didn't want to uh, first of all even even friends didn't want to hear what i had to say even though they took time to listen to what i had to say look at the research they would come to the same conclusion as me no doubt if they opened their mind to it um so so some friends of mine staunchly believing uh, in him and i became you know i ended up on a crusade to stop people from falling down a you know a lie uh, you know a, a rabbit hole that wasn't true a distraction um if you will. And I witnessed, uh, I witnessed a few of these people sort of have a, you know, mild mental breakdown, but one of my friends, it really did affect. And they, they went in, you know, they became, you know, recluse. They had to get off social media. They felt embarrassed about what they'd said to their families. Um, And it, it really affected their mental health. And having had personal experience with mental health and professional experience, as I said, it's um it's something that's that's close to my heart and also um I'm, I'm going to talk about the other branch of my background you know looking into the realms of being a, a truther if you want to put it like that you know a conspiracy 
conspiracy theorist, um, someone that, that that looks into alternative alternative truths is what I prefer to 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 look at it as. Um, there, it, it it sort of angered me and frustrated me that there was these people out there pushing false narratives, muddying the waters of truth, as I say, misleading people in a time where we really did need to band together and find out what was true. And if banding together to find out what is what is the truth means sometimes, you know, exposing, showing the red flags that you find along the way, that means someone might not be as truthful, um, you know, someone that, that maybe we shouldn't be listening to, maybe someone that is a complete charlatan, a con man or woman, uh, and making money um, off of telling you intel or lies. That, that, that really kind of, you know, grinds my gears. And I guess that because people weren't listening to little old me on social media and say, going back to this king, he had a professional documentary out on him. Um, I decided, well, let's fight fire with fire and and try and make 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 it into a video format, try and make it visually engaging, try and get people to to sit there and go, you know what, I'm not going to read his post. But you know what? He's made a video. He's, he's made a video with his sisters, an interview with his sisters and mother. Well, his, his mother wasn't on the interview I did, but they did another video as well and see what they have to say. And that that actually worked. You know, a lot of people did decide, you know what, all right, I'll watch your your video, but I know that you're a shill or whatever they want to say. Um and, and they and a lot of people did it and, and woke up to it. And in fact, he he this this fake king disappeared um around the end of 2020. And you know, um not to I'm not gonna blow my own trumpet, and I certainly wasn't the only person speaking out about it, but I think that 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 you know, griff busting is what I call it um you know looking into these people and 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 managing to to get across to people that don't want to hear it the facts or what you found about these people for them to go oh you know what that guy that, that, that guy isn't trustworthy that, that that fake he's a fake king he's, he's not he's not real um to, to have had that positive impact um made spurred me on uh, motivated me to continue I was, after that i was like okay but what about the people promoting this 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 fake king? What about the people that are sure that he was, and that that led me on to other people, as I say, Charlie Ward, who um, later um, under pressure, and I think pressure from from my videos as well as others, uh, and the information that I'd brought to, I I and others had brought to light, um, he had to backtrack and say, look, I I knew that that Greg Hallett wasn't the real king all along, but I was waiting to see if I gave him once given the opportunity to tell the truth. And he hasn't done so, so far. So now I'm going to to come forward and tell you the truth. And that, again, just putting that out, just me, you know, broadcasting, oh, look, Charlie Ward backtracks on this, um, lost Charlie, uh, you know, a chunk of his following uh, as well. It was uh, a very big indicator that, that you can't, you know, you can't take what these guys say and and, and just run with it because it sounds, it sounds good. So there's that. And there's, as I said, the my background i've been looking into alternative truths conspiracy theories etc since well it's been about 18 19 years now since i was uh, a teen i was very interested in 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 ufos and things before you know uh, people people can tend to get into this sort of stuff a bit older i'm not saying that people don't when they're younger but um i was like the only one you know i was in school i think you know so i was like the only one that was taught about these things and people were looking at me like yeah you're crazy but um, that's what got me started on on looking into things. You know, going back to, to you know the, the classic kind of most uh, well known stories, the Roswell incident um, in nine eleven, uh, and things like that, that. That you have to apply some some you know 
some critical thinking too and 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 look outside the box and not just look at what the mainstream media say so yeah i hope that answers your question that's that's uh my background yeah it does one thing i really like about your work and you know will bird does this as well is that you guys actually investigate you guys expend the energy and make the effort to reach out to maybe family members or former co-workers or, or people with direct knowledge of the shadiness of some of these people. Like you interviewed, I think it was Charlie Ward's son, right? And you had him on for an interview. Uh, I think the other day, Will Bird was just That's reaching right. out or getting in contact with like one of Derek Johnson's family members. And I mean, there's so many, there's so many stories like inside background stories that y- you can figure out about a lot of these scammers. Of course, they're not going to admit to it on their shows. But if you just do a little bit of research, you can find all kinds of people that have had experiences getting scammed. Like I've I've talked to people who used to work for Simon Parks Connecting Consciousness Group and multiple females came to me and told me how much predatory behavior they were dealing with and cult-like cult-like mentality, cult-like community that was getting formed around Simon Park's gig. And uh, so so I really appreciate how you guys actually investigate and you show evidence and you don't you don't boil it down to just personal attacks. You actually prove that these guys are frauds. And and you're so right, you know, the cognitive dissonance that people like us get when we just share share the hard truths, exposing people's false idols. They'll say, oh, you know, M or Jordan, you're just jealous. You're just jealous you don't have 100,000 followers. You're jealous you're not getting the money they do or whatever, right? There's so many excuses that I'm sure you've heard and I've heard as well. But it's just cognitive dissonance they're getting. And man, around 2020 was exactly the time that a lot of these clowns came out of the woodwork. I mean, there's always been weirdos and shills and, and clickbaiters on the internet going back years. But something about the summer of 2020 was when... I remember I was watching my first come across of Charles Ward. I was watching him on a video with Robert David Steele, Simon Parks, and Santa surfing together. Or maybe it was um, Charlie Freak, if you remember that guy. Yeah. But, yeah. And then... I've done, a, I've done an interview with Charlie Freak, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Bella. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these folks are interesting people. But, man, they were all promoting just the same... Same rhetoric that some of them still are today, from the Nazara, Nazara Jazara crap to Flat Earth to JFK Jr. coming back to just all this absolute nonsense. And then, so that was in summer 2020. I think that was maybe June or July. Come, come U.S. election time, and then January 2021, you got more people coming out of the woodworks too that joined this uh, team that I called them. So you had Michael Jaco, Scott McKay, and a few others kind of come out of nowhere and join this group. And then nowadays, man, it's like every other week, there's a new, there's a new clown on the block. That's just pumping the same rhetoric, (laughs) doing the same circuit of interviews, all circle jerking each other. I think now we've got the new, the new popular faces are this SG and on guy. And, uh, Derek Johnson's a new one. There's a few others too, man, but it's so, it's so crazy how it's like, so many have just popped up and they all they all hang out in this little network and this little community. And uh just, I call it the uh, secondary mainstream media circus. Secondary um, mainstream yeah, because they're basically just like the mainstream media. People think they're oh, 
I'm going to wake up from the mainstream media and find my truth on social media. But they do the same shit, the same same disinformation tactics from using anonymous sources to claims with no evidence to just gaslighting their followers. Same stuff, man. So censorship, blackballing others from their shows. I mean, Charlie Charlie Ward, I keep mentioning him, but he went uh, Kirsten W. I did an interview with her. And she decided to start just just before she she died um, of of COVID apparently um, decided to start coming forward about Charlie Ward uh, and talking about what what he was transporting um, when he was he said he says he's moving around money for around the world for thirty years for clients of high you know um, in high places etc. Hmm. Um, which is dodgy dodgy enough as it is. Um, uh, you know, she she was uh, saying some things uh, and speaking out about Charlie Ward and why she stopped doing shows with him. She she turned up dead a few months later, uh, but but before that, um, she did a show with uh, Nicholas Benny Armin, and he didn't air the show um, because Charlie had said not to, and um, you know Mel Kay and others wouldn't. Um, she was blackballed from this this secondary mainstream media circus, basically. Um, so it, it, you know, if you're not in with the in club, you're not you know you're excluded. You're not you're not part of the official secondary mainstream media narrative, and you can go go it alone, basically. And I think that's why a lot of people are scared, even if they do think. You know, I met a guy. I won't say I won't say his name. Popular YouTuber. I met him at an event that I did. Um, I was at Comcast. I, I interviewed Gary McKinnon there. It was, it was really, really great event. Um, so when that comes up, guys, um, have a look if you're in England. Uh, go into that in the next one. But uh, I met a guy there, quite a popular YouTuber, and I was explaining what I did. Um, and he said, oh, that's great. People like us need to band together and tell the truth and stuff. And he says, oh, so what do you think about Charlie Ward? And I said, well, <laughs> funny you say that. Um, you know, I've, I've done multiple videos on him. You know, I think he's a charlatan, a con man. And, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen 30 Reasons that I Don't Trust Charlie Ward. That, that, that's, um, you know, a pivotal video for, for you know, my library of, you know, my work. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I know about all of that because I've seen an interview with, with Charlie Ward's son. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That was that was me, but yeah. Anyway, um, so he says, "Oh yeah, well no, he's my mate. I WhatsApp him all the time." I was like, oh, "Awkward." All right, fair enough. And he was like, ah, "Yeah, but but when I when, when I did do um, an interview with him a while back, you know, I thought he's a, he's a bit of a Billy bullshitter, you know." And I, and I just thought to myself, "You're standing here saying to me, yeah, we need to band together. I'm like that. I'm all for the truth." And then you're saying, "Oh, I'm friends with this guy. Oh yeah, I think he, he might be a bit of a bullshitter, but." And I think that that's that's an attitude that a lot of a lot of people take on to to keep their popularity um, in, in 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 this this world, you know. And I think that that's really sad. And I think I, I give a lot of time and and respect to people that go, you know, what I might I might upset some people, but I'm going to say how it is. And a lot of people are not doing that. Right. Yeah. And then it's basically cult vibes, right? So if yes. you're not. If you're in the in group, but you're starting to question, well, then they'll start gaslighting you. They'll start blackballing you. They won't invite you on the shows, and they'll basically scare you into continuing to be with the in crowd. Otherwise, oh, you're going to lose your followers. You're going to get, you know, you're not going to get interviews with any of us anymore. You're going to lose your, I don't know, whatever sponsorship deals or money they're making or whatever the case, right? Not get invited to uh, the new, like, truth tours and, and event conferences that a lot of them are starting to do and put together so yeah it's it's total 
total cult vibes. And I find it interesting earlier that you brought up the mental health aspect of it, because this is a huge, this is a huge thing that I think a lot of people are kind of missing. Um, you know, I'll get, I'll get asked quite a bit, why is it important to expose these people? Why do you do it? Why do you expend the energy in it? And I think this is something that goes over people's heads and that they don't see how psychologically damaging a lot of this disinformation is to the audiences of people who follow it. Le- legitimately believing that some magical Nazara law is going to get implemented and save them. So they're going to stop paying their mortgages or stop paying their bills or something like that because they think they're going to get saved from this Nazara law or thinking that med beds are right around the corner. So they don't need to do anything. All their all their ailments are going to get cured from these magical med beds that are going to get rolled out next week or next week or the week after that or the week after that. So it's uh, and then when it never happens, when these days go by and oh, Trump didn't get secretly elected back into office or the med beds didn't come or the Nazara thing didn't come that they were expecting, expecting, expecting from listening to whoever on the Internet, uh, then they they get distraught. They get incredibly depressed they get even, um, you know, they were addicted to the hopium and then the hopium doesn't happen. And then they get even less hope than they had before. So I don't know. Can you speak to some of the mental health aspects of some of this fake news that these fraudcasters are giving us? It can be incredibly damaging. And I've seen I've seen it over over the years, over the last uh, nearly three years that I've been doing this. Um, obviously, doing the type of videos that I do. I don't just do debunking and, you know, I, I do looking into other things and, um, you know, Mandela effect, UFOs, things like that. You know, I like to do, that's the things I, I like to do more of, but I found myself kind of almost pigeonholed into, uh, and people saying on, on those other sort of different type of videos, you know, who are you going to expose next? And I've said this plenty of times before, I'm not out here to expose people. It's just, if I can, if I can see through someone and I have proof of it, then I'm going to put it out there. That's the right thing to do, right? That's that's that's, you know, the, the socially responsible thing to do. That is 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 you know, love and light. You know, if you want to put it that way, people say that I lack love and light because I'm attacking people. And why can't you just leave those people alone and report on 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 actual news? Well, it is actual news. If people are watching these people and they're getting, and not only are they throwing money, which a lot of them don't have to throw at them, but they're also you know, being having psychological, um, you know, be, being damaged psychologically by by listening to this. And I've had quite a few people that have come forward to me and said, and these people, not necessarily fans of my work, but decided to listen and decided to open, open, you know, open conversation with me and leave comments or whatever. Oh, they'll say, well, I still listen to Charlie Ward, but you know, this was an interesting video. I, I keep bringing him up. There's lots of other people, you know, that I've investigated, but you know, he's he's probably the you know the, the person that i've you know looked at most and, and found a lot on you know I, I like to listen to him they say um because it's comforting because it comforts them as you said about this this hopium which i think is a really good kind of uh metaphor for this because when you look at uh hopium you look at heroin um you know uh, and things like that people taking it to make them feel good and they take more to make them feel good. And then they need more to make them feel good. And then, then they're just sitting there waiting for the next video to drop with the next intel. And if they don't get the intel from that video, then then they're like, well, when are you next going to do an intel drop? You know, it, it becomes addictive. 
and they're addicted to that comfort. And even though that some of these people are starting to see sense, they will say, yes, but, you know, what are you bringing to the table? And a lot of them say, who do you say to go, you know, is trustworthy to go to list, go to listen to? And I, and I try to avoid that question. And I give, you know, I say I say that because to, I say to them, I don't want to mislead you. I don't want to point you to someone that, that may turn out to then be feeding you absolute tripe the next week. But, you know, what I certainly can do is go, hey, look, here's a lie. That guy lied. <laughs> here's a lie. I'll show you the proof. Um, and, and he's done it again. And he's done it again. Oh, OK. Well, this guy is clearly not trustworthy. I can easily do that because there's no kind of, you know, if I tell you to trust someone and the next week they say something that I don't trust, then I have to make a whole video. Oh, I thought this person was trustworthy. They're not. And I won't get tangled up into those things. Although, you know, I, I will... Um, make indications of, of, of who I will listen to. Like, you know, some people I've said, I said, oh, I think, you know, Jordan say to someone to check out. But um, again, you know, I, I, I try not to to say, um, you know, this person is is absolutely where you should go go to for your intel. Uh, intel is is a tough, a tough thing to 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 talk about, like, uh, and, and to try and broadcast and pretend that you're getting this intel. When people ask us who is trustworthy, who they should follow, that kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, the purpose should be for you to be able to hone your critical thinking to figure out who you should be following. And even by following somebody doesn't mean that you should accept 100% of what they say. You're still going to have to verify what they're telling you. So yeah, I, I totally agree. When asked, I get asked all the time, okay, I see you're exposing all these people. Well, who should I follow then? Well, I, I don't want to tell you that. I, I Number one... Mm -hmm. Just like you said, right? What if I get them to follow somebody and that somebody starts spouting some BS about something? And then number two, um, depends on what subject content they're looking for. All I can do is suggest. And even then, you still don't know. Nobody's 100% on, on point about everything. So it's a very, very sticky question to get asked. And yeah, I totally feel for you in that there's so much other things that we're interested in that we want to be making videos about and whatnot, but we just kind of like pigeonhole ourselves into, I guess, explo exposing clickbaiters because there's barely anybody out there doing it. And right. uh, so somebody's got to, like you said, it's the social responsibility. It's the, it's the right thing to do to come out and kind of expose a lot of these lies. Oh man, how many, how much do you... Let, let's put it this way. If I had a nickel for every time I heard the word Intel or insiders <laughs> from these people, man, we'd be rich. Wouldn't we? Um, wouldn't we? Wouldn't everyone else that, that continues to tune into them every every week or every day in, 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 in some, some some circumstances? I mean, how many how many of these people have claimed to have insiders? Scott McKay has, Simon Parks has, Charles Ward has. Who who else? We could just go down the list oh. of people who've claimed to have in insiders or give you intel there's there's a lot of them uh, what wanna seven right um, oh yeah wanna seven he uh he's the king of word salad of saying so many words but not saying anything and dancing around a question <laughs> yeah yeah um and then, you know i mean there's so much to say about so many of these people with one or seven or you know however you say his name he you know um wasn't um he wasn't lots of people were uh probably about a year and a half ago saying that he was JFK Jr. And he wasn't coming forward and saying, I'm not JFK Jr., by the way, which is something that any normal, honest person would do. 
surely you'd be like oh hang on a minute my comment section is completely filled with people saying oh jfk jr's back it's him it's him you would go and get by the way guys i'm not just just you know putting it out there um but you know some people you know that of course that intrigue that kind of oh is it him isn't it him probably brought him loads of people in totally. in the doors to view what's going on and to capitalize on that isn't very honest is it and you know you can find these red flags if you look for them they are there with pretty much everyone almost no one is 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 so smart that they can cover their tracks and be really kind you know really an enigma of you know are they are they real you know are, are they legit by what they're saying pretty much all of them if you look for them you'll find the red flags or if you go out and investigate them and like as you said talk to people that they knew before they were saying this or if you you know phone up the the you know the office of, of whatever for whatever they're claiming you know you can go out and you can find these things but the problem is it is so many people out there that would like if it's not true i don't want to know because this is kind of cool you know the, the hopium fix of it all this is you know if this is real i'd rather be in that reality and so why even bother because loads of people and then that's the other allure to these people you know, you've got they're getting tens of thousands of views or even millions in some cases. Right. And so they, you know, they must be trustworthy. Uh, again, going back to this person, this MC Secret Truth, got, you know, twenty seven and a half thousand subscribers or whatever uh, against Charlie Ward's on his website is counter which is a fake counter by the way uh, and we've looked into the you know the source code of that and seen that you know an admin for the website goes on there and updates it whenever he logs in you know it's not a real website counter but then he's there saying yeah i've got 24 i don't know what the counter's gone up to now it must be ridiculous but 24 million people that are subscribed to me and then other people go away and say, oh i've got an interview with charlie ward tens of millions of people watch charlie ward brilliant and it's just all BS. <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt he's got, you know, I doubt that he's even got more than, you know, 200,000, which is a lot of people, uh, people signed up, you know. The same with um, Simon Parks, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, he has a, uh, he runs an organisation, um, if you can call it that, a cult. He runs an organisation called um, Connecting Consciousness, and he claims he's got 105,000 members. And that may be the case if you include all of the past members going over what now um, be probably about 15 years or so of it being being active. Um, he may have had that many, but they're still kept on the list when they leave or decide that they, they're going to be inactive. And so he's saying he's got 105,000 people in the organisation. Well, knowing um, lots of ex and, and fired coordinators and other leadership um people uh, leadership roles people that were in leadership roles from that community that have now come forward to speak out to me uh, and others um a lot of them being fired which is something i'm looking into at the moment by the way i've got a, a project ongoing that will come out soon i've put a trailer out already about a survey that they put out amongst lots of um, current and xcc members asking questions about whether they are really a spiritual organization whether they actually subscribe because a lot of people that are in in connecting consciousness are you know good well-meaning people they're there because they want to connect with other like-minded individuals a, a lot of them are not necessarily there because of you know the 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 leader of the of the you know um simon parks but um where was i going with this uh bring back simon parks yeah so he, yeah he 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 says he has a uh, hundred and five thousand 
members, uh, which I, I know to not be true. Again, you know, little things like that should be red flags. But when you look at bigger things, like the fact that he'd asked for money or he indirectly asked for donations to support a legal case, because he was, of course, having a, he was suing the BBC. Um, when we looked into that and obviously got an contacted the BBC as well to find out what was going on there. Found out that uh, Sun Parks had never put out a, a legal case against the BBC, although he was saying, uh, continued to say even uh, even last year, late last year, um, that he'd won a case against the BBC. And uh, we found it that's not been the case. He'd, he'd asked for these funds to sue the BBC because that was the righteous thing to do. And actually, he took the money uh, for a personal case to get videos taken down, which I've I've made videos about. Uh, against uh, a couple of guys um, who made a uh, made a um, a see uh, like a, a video on his personal sessions with people, uh, and and they had claimed, especially a lot of women, that he had psychically attacked or even um, even claimed astral rape. So um, some quite heavy stuff, and you know I'm not sure, you know how much where you know where my belief lies with that but i have had personally a lot of people come forward and say that they they feel that they were psychically attacked or that they'd had um some bad experiences and also not just in the kind of astral psychic realm also um very much in the you know in the physical realm with messages and and, and things that they'd said um especially uh, most most prominently um the the these kind of complaints or um, stories uh, come from from women. Point being here is it's just endless BS from these people. Just endless BS from them lying about the number of views they get from how many people follow them, lying about where they're getting their money, where their money goes, lying about their history, lying about what they're really doing, who they are, where they've been, uh, what's going on in the world, of course. all con Constantly lying about what's going on in the world lying about people they're talking to. Oh, I have this insider, this source. It's just, it's mind blowing how these people almost have no conscience. And I don't know how they sleep at night. I don't know how they live with themselves. Just co continuously day after day, sitting in front of their desk, doing three, four, five zoom calls a day, interviewing with people, just same thing, same lines, same rhetoric. It's mind blowing. So you, you were investigating you, you've done a lot of investigating on Charles Ward, on Simon Parks. It was you and I on that interview about a year and a half ago. We were uh, we were doing a fun dive into one of Simon Parks' grifts. I think it was his like iPod device that he calls a he calls it a medical device. It it emits frequencies that can heal you, but it was just some Chinese knockoff, stupid iPod looking thing. Total total scam. <laughs> um, yeah. You you also what are some other people that you've kind of looked into? There was uh oh what's her name? She called she called herself the Great British Bird, one of Charles Ward's <laughs> chicks. Yeah, Claire Hocking Oakle. Um, that's right, Claire Hocking Oakle, or the Great British Bird, and and she at the time was claiming that she was in charge of U.S. a team of U.S. Navy SEALs that were emptying emptying deep underground military bases of children in the uk what a big job to have and, and this 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 lady is the most foul-mouthed um she was horrible man 
yeah, and and she, there's just no way, you know. You just look at her, you just listen to her, and she's sitting there and she's pointing her pen at the camera and she's going, and we will take down these Emma Emma Effers, and he and, and she's just swearing and blinding, and she's uh, she she seems to be on something. I don't know, like you know, she's really hyped up, and um, she's got no kind of composure or um, there's it, nothing about her that says, you know what. Uh, Donald Trump, because you know she, she's saying that Donald Trump obviously hired hired her and Charlie Ward, and she works for Charlie Ward, um, would hire her uh, to be in charge. No matter how passionate you are about you know child trafficking, etc., there's no way you you would hire a loose cannon like that to right, be in right. charge of such a project. Um, let alone you know many of the others ridiculous things about it. Um, the fact that you know she's claiming that the U.S. Navy SEALs and and uh, you know, there's so much about it, but she also said that she had quantum technology and she had found out who I was because I'd made a video about Charlie and Charlie was her boss. And uh, so she attacked me. She came onto my telegram uh, at the time and viciously attacked me in uh, about a hundred voice notes. And so I made a video of that <laughs> and it was so embarrassing for her. Apparently uh, someone told me that was close to her at the time that she knew it was live. She started watching it. She couldn't watch the rest. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, she was effing blinding. She was calling everyone um, all sorts of things, mainly kind of paedophile protectors. She said that I worked for Matt Hancock. And one of the biggest jokes, and even, you know, my the people that follow my channel, they still joke about it today. And you'll still see, you know, comments about it. Um, she said, well, we found out who you are, MC Crew of Truth. We found out your name. And we found out the organisation that you work for. And it's a bloody good organisation. And you're... Um, and we know that you're you're covering for Matt Hancock, and she went off on all these ridiculous things. And, and I said, "We know who you are, Paul." She kept calling me Paul, which is not my name, <laughs> and I found that hilarious. So um, yeah, she just kept saying, "We know who you are, Paul. We know what you're doing. We know who you're covering for." And so now, like you know, my, people that watch my channel, they, they they often put where we go one, we go Paul, uh, <laughs> things like that in my comments. You know, nice, yeah, man. Hilarious. When these people get pressed. They are so unstable. They're so unstable and they don't like getting, they don't like getting called out. They don't like getting pressed. And when they do and they snap, man, they'll say some crazy stuff about you. Wasn't Charles Ward claiming that you're, you're some sort of pedophile or something like that. Uh, Charles Ward has um, said everything under the sun about me right. to try to switch his viewers off from listening to what I have to say. He started with, with I'm a bottom feeder um, scraping, you know, the barrel to try and get views or whatever. Then he went on to then. Um, so this was after I, I interviewed Charlie in October, 2020. Um, it's funny that George magazine did a, a article about him. Uh, oh uh, man. Claiming, George claiming magazine. That, They've, yeah. Well, I think the content director for this new George magazine, I, I don't know exactly who bought out the rights to the magazine, but somebody did a few months ago. And the, the content director for it, I think it's um, I think it's Rachel. She called herself Rachel Rightside Blonde. And she's a real yeah. good friend of Charles Ward. So that's how that's how Charles Ward, Scott McKay is getting featured in this George magazine. And I think they're even doing a feature with Phil Godlewski, possibly, Shocking. which oh god yeah like jfk jr would be rolling over in his grave seeing that uh what's happening to george magazine now dude yeah the point the point i was making about george magazine is you know the, the, i think it's in the first very first line of that article it says 
Um, millions of people flocked to their computers in early 2020 to see what Charlie yep. Ward had to say. I remember that. And in October 2020 is when I interviewed him. And yes, he, he'd become quite popular. And he was speaking in that interview about how he had recently got reached 100,000 subscribers on YouTube and still not received one of those, you know, uh, plaques that you get for reaching 100,000 subs. So there certainly wasn't, you know, say 50% of them once. It certainly wasn't millions of people. Um, so just from the very first line of that article, let alone the fact that the, you know, all the QFS BS that they're promoting there and Charlie Ward in, in itself promoting that, um, the very first line is a lie. So um, it, it really shot to pieces the credibility of George Magazine. And the other thing is, is when I made 30 reasons I don't trust Charlie Ward, George News, the actual YouTube channel for George News, came on and said, um, really good stuff, uh, well done on this. You know, uh, he commented on the channel. So I don't know what's happened there. Um, and like you say, you say uh, they've been bought out. I don't know. But um, there's certainly... Yeah, I, I don't think uh, George News, that channel, isn't affiliated with George Magazine. Those are two, two separate... Oh, really? Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my bad then. I didn't eat, I didn't do the research. You can't shoot me down for that. But <laughs> someone else had told me that they were affiliated and I'd, I'd never, I'd never uh, realized the connection. I said, well, really? George News? I said, well, you know, George, George News had uh, contacted me. Um, but either, either way, people put their stock in this, this magazine and, um, you know, <laughs> having George, uh, Charlie Ward on and having um, Scott McKay on and then talking about having Phil Kordlewski on. I mean, there, there's no credibility there whatsoever. So zero, yeah, zero. But yeah, going back to what I was saying around uh, Charlie, um, you know, yeah, he'd called me. Uh, he started off after that interview. I did thirty reasons I don't trust Charlie Ward, and then he really came for me and said, um, said to his insiders clubs, I was a little worm. Then he said that I was um, a ex police officer fired, disgraced ex police officer fired for forging document, and he said, oh, I've got you know all the proof. To, to show and then so i called him out on that and obviously in my videos all right can I show the proof and he was like oh now we found out that actually he's mi5 and then he said and i've got the paper trail to prove it i've got the paper trail showing all the money that he's been getting from mi5 i was like so i went on again i said all right charlie show your paper trail i i want to see it i want to see it it's not there because it's bs which of course it was and then afterwards, he said about um, people were asking him because he kept talking about me on his channel for a while. And people were saying, well, why don't you go around there with David Mahoney and Lee Dawson? Um, you know, why don't you go knock on his door? And he was like, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to teach him the fear of God. And then then he started saying, well, you know, if anyone, you know, wants to find out where he lives, you know, uh, David Mahoney even even said, you know, put on Twitter 250 pounds for MC Seeker's name and location. It's getting a bit crazy now. This is like proper, you know, threats and things. And Oh, yeah, uh, they're trying to illegally dox you and find out your exactly, address exactly. and, and, and they're like, it's, it's not me uh, if anyone else finds it then that's their business and they're, they're, they are you know promoting that to happen and then he went on to say oh well we found out we can't sue him because obviously he works for mi5 and he's part of the cabal so there's Jesus. no point because the courts will go in his favor that's he, these things are, i'm not these things these are things he said on his shows right <laughs> yeah. so you know, we can't we can't sue mc you know because he's he's part of the cabal so the court system you know i've been advised by my lawyers my several lawyers that there's no point in trying to sue mc because he's he's obviously deep state and then he and then he left it alone for a while probably from advice 
um, from a few people look you know you're just you're just giving Mseeker more to talk about here and you're just putting your foot further and further into it yeah yeah he left alone for a long while and then there was a guy called Patrick Kennedy <laughs> he claimed he was Patrick Kennedy he claimed he was JFK's son um, and he also claimed he was the King of England now this guy used to work for the other King of England the one that I exposed first he used to work for him I say work I say that loosely because he just volunteered as his Hitman, bodyguard, and intelligence agency. Uh, this guy is a bit loose, you know. You know, he's got, he's a few sandwiches short of a picnic, shall I say? But he went on to say that he was um, the king, the rightful, actual, the actual rightful king. Greg Hallett was lying. It was, it was a cover story for him the whole time, and he was Patrick Kennedy. Now the problem with this was, um, I wanted to investigate this, but I'd already exposed this guy uh, for being this fake bodyguard, and it, it turns out he was actually. Um, what they called uh, for a supermarket. He worked in. He worked in, uh, as a security guard in a co-op uh, in, a, in a supermarket. That was his background. But he claimed he was uh, from the military. And Charles Ward was promoting this guy on his show. He never promoted him. But listen to this. So what happened was, I then I had to then create a disguise. So I I um, literally shaved my beard into like handlebar mustache and. I wore a big wig and I put on an American accent and I was like, and I changed my uh, secondary YouTube to Patriot one TV. Right. And then I was like, Oh, I've uh, got some people to say, Hey, you know, uh, Ron Jeremy was my Ron Jeremy was my name. Um, and uh, you know, uh, Ron Jeremy of Patriot one TV wants to talk to you. So I ended up getting an interview with this guy um, pretending to be Ron Jeremy of Patriot one TV, an American who was very overexcited and overanimated. And during it, um, I basically started, you know, unraveling all his lies as we were talking. But he was too kind of dumb and caught up in the moment to kind of get that I was literally getting out of him. I was saying, oh, so how old are you? He was like, yeah, I'm 40. And then later on, I said, so Patrick Kennedy would be uh, 48 right now. He was like, yeah. So so how old are you? And then you can see him choke up. I'm 40. Right. But how does that work? Um, nice. You punk uh, these you guys. Know, like said. Anyway, so what happened was I exposed him and then um, he came on afterwards realising that I'd exposed him without him realising it and said, I, you know, I'm not actually Patrick Kennedy, um, but uh, these, the, you know, um, my real name is and blah, blah, blah. And then um, he wrote a fake court document saying M Seeker must destroy all materials and take down all videos reporting to Patrick Kennedy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it was clearly fake. And then then because I didn't, he then put out another fake court document saying that M Seeker of Truth, not my real name, right, coming from a court, is wanted in the US for child trafficking crimes, etc. Um, and then they obviously got hold of Charlie Ward. And Charlie Ward, of course, of course, I've heard from my sources, that he's actually a paedophile. And he said that on about uh, five shows. Uh, M Seeker of Truth, or this guy that intrude my son, or this, that, and the other. Uh, turns out he's a paedophile. And of course, it was based on this fake, clearly fake court document from a guy that I'd heavily exposed that was crying about trying to get me to take down my videos. And then later on, yeah, it was like, well, I know because I'm the king that and I've got these documents directly from Donald Trump. Ah, just and, and Charles Ward ran with it. Of course he does, because he gets his information from these sources, his intel sources. His intel source is someone from Bristol who thinks he's JFK's son. So, yeah, so there you go. But yeah, so they, they, they're the number of things that Charlie Water tried to say about me to try and discredit me, and all of them untrue. And I've each time said, show the proof. Go on then, double dare you, because he's got nothing, because it's not true. Uh, as well as everything else that I'm exposing that he's saying. It's just a desperate act 
to try and close me down and, and get people to go, you know what, I'm not even going to listen to his video about Charlie. I'm not even going to see what proof he's got about me about Charlie lying. And 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 to, to be fair, for the most part, it worked. Lots of people were like, well, we're not going to listen to you because Charlie said this about you. Well, that that's truth seeking, isn't it? Hmm. Man, yeah, the extent that these people go once they're pressured is uh, it really breaks them. I mean, I remember hearing Michael Jaco was fantasizing about me getting beat up by David Nino in one of his videos once. Uh, David Nino no, was, was laughing it. about it as well, right? Yeah, he was laughing about it. And uh, another interview, I, I remember listening to David Nino talking with Mel Kay, and they were both like fantasizing, giddy, getting giddy and laughing about talking about like beating me up or getting in my face and making me shit myself or something like that. And uh, Phil Godlewski threatened to send me cease and desist letters and sue me. Never happened. Um, never happened with David Nino either. He never got up in my face. So, dude, these people are just, they're so full of hot air. And when they're pressured, when they're called out, they get real defensive and real insecure and it kind of shows you how they know they're bullshitting. They totally know they're bullshitting. And yet... Panicking because someone's on their tail and they're not letting it go. And yeah. they don't have to deal with that normally because no one no one speaks up. No one wants to challenge them. No one wants to have that 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 smoke from their their army, of, of their cult of followers, right? Mm -hmm. um, luckily, you know, there are people like yourself um, that... <laughs> That we'll just go hang on and it's not even though you said when, when right basically we did an interview the first interview i did with you um for anyone that wants to go back and look at that that had um all of these clips in it the one of mel k and um nino laughing about you about him beating you up oh was that on griff busters no it wasn't the very first interview i did with you i think it's just called literally m interviews jordan safer and on that one we talked about grifters and the reason why i contacted you was because you'd put a couple of things. I don't know if it was originally on Telegram, but you'd put a couple of. You were in your car, and you started saying, "You know what? It's time we we look into this. Look into these people. You know what are they talk. What are they talking about? What is this QFS? This Nazara Gazara stuff. You know. Uh, let, and basically, you'd come forward and basically called a lot of people out, but without naming them, and 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 you know, perfectly reasonably and articulately saying about this mess. Uh, and that's the first time I saw you kind of grift busting, as it were. And I thought, wow, okay, I, I need, to, I need, you know, I need to need to talk to Jordan. And then so we 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 got together and did our first interview. And at that point, we were talking about you coming on Griffbusters, but we, was, we said, I said, you know, let's get you on an interview because at that time, that was when they were all having a pop at you. So you know, uh, oh yeah, you know, good times. You know, Rodriguez, man. Mel K, uh, actually, who, who else was it? Um, Jaco. Yeah, um, Jaco, and he'd said about you um, for some reason being in in uh, was it red red panties, and then we had that picture of him in you know <laughs> yeah, right. up in his red trunks you know so all of that's on that on that video so i suggest you know if anyone wants to see more about that time and about all the all the grief that jordan got go, to go back and watch that i think it's on my channel it's called m interviews jordan safer simple as that but yeah i mean that that details all of that quite a lot but yeah you got you got quite brutally attacked by the mainstream the secondary mainstream media circus at that time and I'd obviously had um, had been having these attacks that I just previously spoke about from Charlie and others, and uh, yeah, so I really respected what 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 you were doing, what you were going through, and and the backlash backlash you were getting. But also, it looked like you were getting a lot of support and and positive um, positives from the community, right? At that time, 
Yeah, I mean, do you? <laughs> I, I still get comments of people all the time from saying, uh, and they're saying, you know, I was following Charles Ward or Phil Godlewski or something for six months, for a year, and and I totally bought what they were selling, but I finally saw the light finally came around and and they thank me. I'm sure you get comments like that all the time of people who used to follow these folks and then they saw the light and they, you know, used to hate you for it, but now they really respect you for what you did. Do you get comments like that? I, I do. I often, uh, I say I often, um, but yeah. you know, I'm a big part of my, my, my following uh, are people that used to believe these people, uh, the Greg Hallett followers and the Charlie Ward followers, especially and Simon Parks followers, uh, probably three of the biggest uh, investigations that I've done, uh, and some of them, yeah, literally saying, and, and some of them are, are not uh, are saying, you know, you really helped my dad. I, I I showed my dad these videos, and thankfully, he's no longer um, buying Zims, or he's no longer, you know, um, believing in 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 you know the QFS. He now sees through this person, or um, so I, I get a lot of, I, I you know, I do get a lot of those. I do get negative comments, of course, but I get more positive comments, and I. I think I always have with my channel and obviously the positive comments because the negative comments quite often are just out of anger um, from, from these people listening. They just don't want to listen. They might not, not have even watched the video. They just, they just say you're a troll, you're a shill. They, they won't even watch it. Mm -hmm. But um, the positive, the positive ones mean so much more. It's like they say in like retail in service industry, you know, you, you you can often get bad reviews and, and, uh, and complaints, but how often do people go out of their way to say what a good job you've done and yep. give you good feedback. Yep. It doesn't happen so often. So when it does happen, it means a lot more. So I look at it as I get, I get probably more positive than I do get more positive than I do negative comments. Um, so they do mean a lot. And especially the few people that have come forward and said, look, I'm really sorry. I was really unfair to you about half a year ago. And I said some, some quite nasty things, uh, but I just wanted to come back and say, that you know you, you, what you're doing does make a difference, and I really appreciate you helping me to to start thinking differently about it and go down that. They might not necessarily credit credit their their whole kind of revelation to me, but they they might say that you know you started me on the track of mm, maybe he's not trustworthy. Let's and then thinking critically, starting to come out of that kind of hopium bubble and and, and think about it. And those those are the comments because these people don't need to come back. And I'm sure there's lots more that don't come back and say this because they're embarrassed or they don't care or they're just like they're holding on to that bitterness from before where even if you were right, they don't want to come back and talk to you about it because, they, you know, they, they don't want to relive the fact that they were wrong or don't want to admit or whatever. So those people that do come back and say that sort of thing, like, you know, I'm sorry that I was so nasty before, you know, you, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Those people didn't need to do that. So that, that I, those are the, the kind of comments that I value the most and motivate me to carry on because it, it you know, these people don't need to do that. And they, and they, and it, they could just move on, watch something else, not bother with it anymore. Who the hell was M Seeker? Who the hell was Charlie Ward? It doesn't matter to them. They could just move on. Uh, but some people don't, they actually stop and go, you know what? I'm going to go thank that guy. And, and, and I really appreciate those sort of comments. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I definitely appreciate those sorts of comments too. So yeah, man, I, I guess the last thing I kind of want to touch on here and ask you about is just how these people and how the rhetoric they pump, the disinformation they promote, how it's making us all look stupid. Because you were talking earlier about, you you know, you're kind of just interested in truth in general from 9-11 to UFOs to all sorts of stuff. But it becomes more difficult to talk about those subjects with people because then they'll say, Oh, you must be one of those 
flat earthers or, oh, one of those Nazara pushers or something like that. Basically, and you mentioned like the, hat. Right. You mentioned the term muddying the waters earlier. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what a lot of their a lot of claims from these these fraudcasters or these uh you know alternative mainstream media people, this network, that's a lot of what they're doing is muddying the waters with their fake stuff. And it's becoming and it's weaponized against us. Like the mainstream media will write articles bashing you know, conspiracy theorists or people just generally looking for the truth, they'll bash them as being crazy, crazy Nazara, flat earthers, JFK junior believers, all this sort of stuff. Um, and, and discrediting everything based off the crazy stuff and not looking at the, the legitimate kernels of truth in there. So uh, can you speak to a moment, just how these guys are making us all look stupid? Makes you wonder whether, <laughs> A lot of these people, especially the ones that seem to be uh, seem to have been pushed, seem to have had no problems in the early days on YouTube, uh, and have yeah, blown right. up because they, of that. Mysteriously, um, it, don't it, get it, censored. It makes you think whether they're being sponsored to say these things or being fed these things. You know, you've got these people uh, like Charlie and, and Simon saying, "Well, my source is my." intel tells me this who's your sources and who's your intel are they the mainstream media are they is this one huge psyop are these people um, is this exactly is, is it playing into the hands because they do do this the media does do this you know we're all we all stormed in the capital we all did it doesn't matter who you are if you've got some alternative kind of uh way of thinking then you know but has has them looking into flat earth scrambled their brains or whatever hang on a minute i you know i don't subscribe to that theory but but you're going to box me in you're going to pitch pigeonhole me as a truth seeker into believing in in nazara gazara this that never oh i must be a charlie ward follower surely no i'm not uh, i'm clear i mean obviously in my case i'm clearly not but yeah the the, the broad stroke and I, i've seen you talk about this before about how the media paints uh especially in the media uh, but also, you know, in governments and and in in the whole kind of the whole narrative, even in 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 the social aspect, everyone's like, oh, those crazy tinfoil hat wearers. They're all in the same box. No matter which way, no matter if you, you're critically critically thinking about what's been happening over the last three years with this apparent virus, what's um, you know what's in our skies, um, all of these different kind of things. If you're thinking about any of them, then you must subscribe to all of these conspiracy theories. And all of these conspiracy theories are becoming more absurd, um, uh, becoming more of them. Uh, and e- and in, in each of those, you know, talking about sort of uh, secret space programs and things, then there's offshoots of different people talking about it and their stories are all different. And so you've got to think whether, yeah, there is a purposeful muddying of the waters and, and have to wonder whether there are people with money behind that nefariously pushing. And it might be that they've set these people up to go out there and spread misinfo or it might be like this guy's a bloody idiot you know what i'll give you some money if you talk about this for me we, we don't we, we we just don't know do we and and yeah. um well we can only we can only kind of look at how popular certain people get uh, as one factor um and how often they lie and get away with it as another factor um and and you know how they seem to be pushed i mean in, in terms of charlie ward he's been in many mainstream newspapers talking about all oh, popular conspiracy theorists charles ward uh, put out his book recently and he talks about you know like who gets that who gets put in the daily mail um talking about you know oh you know this guy 
not many people because they they often avoid it. I mean, yes, if there's a UFO sighting, you might see that in the middle of the paper or somewhere. Um, but you know, you don't often get personalities um, uh, put forward like that. And uh, you yeah. asked me about the muddying of the waters, the impact that that had. Um, you know, I think that it's it, certainly one of the reasons I got started making my channel. As I said, I've been a, a, a truth seeker for 18, 19 years now. Uh, I always wanted to do something with it. I always wanted to become a YouTuber or, you know, just spread it some way and, and do and because it excited me. And then since 2020, it just seems to have gone wild and I'm frustrated. And, you know, I, I don't report to know the truth either. I'm trying to seek it like anyone else. But then there's all these people coming out and, you know, I can, I've only got so much time, you know, I'm a normal person with a normal job and a normal life and personal responsibilities and stuff. You know, people are saying, Oh, can you expose this person? Can you do this next walk, look into this. I like your research. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a time for all that, you know? And in, in terms of like sort of Charlie Ward and some park stuff, like, the information that I've put out there surely is enough. It's not for many people for some reason. And I don't have all the time in the world to keep making videos about the same people. And I certainly don't have all the time in the world. I just want the intel on these guys, M. I, I need you to give me the intel on these frauds. Exactly. And I'm not going to report to have the intel. I'll just I'll just do my research. And which a lot of people you know, say, do your own research. And I, I've provided a lot of that on some of these characters for people. And they can do their own research on my research. And then they can take that research away and they can go and look for themselves and, and come to the same conclusions great helping each other out like that um it always annoys me when people say oh i'm not gonna argue with you do your own research charles, charles ward's telling the truth do your own research well i've done my well, own research he's my research but i'm not gonna look at that i've done my own research well then you're not looking at all angles you're not being open-minded um so you're doing yeah. shitty research <laughs> yeah yeah you're not doing any research you're just watching his videos and nodding your head yeah yeah so um yeah i think it's very damaging i think it's a very big problem very big uh it's not it's not just a modern problem obviously there's been shills and 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 uh misinformation artists um you know as long as as, as long as truth seeking and conspiracy theories have existed of course um but uh, over the last three years as we talked about earlier it's become become a major problem and not only because of the 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 rise in it i i believe um, but also the amount of people that are looking into things and being misled by it. And I think that that's why it's become a necessary thing and why I'm swayed to believe that actually some of these charlatans, uh, misinformation artists are being sponsored. I do too, man. I do too. Just the way that certain patterns arise between a lot of these folks, the way they're all kind of networked together. They pump the same rhetoric, the same claims oftentimes, and I'll do interviews with each other. I definitely think that, yeah, they may, uh, they may be sponsored. Some of them are probably useful idiots. Like you were saying, they're just dumb and, and people use them, but few of them might be knowing deceivers in that bunch. But hey, man, thank you for the work you're doing. I greatly appreciate um, all the videos you put out there. You're you're on YouTube, so I'm going to link your MSeeker YouTube channel below this and then uh, your Telegram channel too. Are there any other places you're on, any other platforms, or do you have a website or anything? Um, no, the main places you'll find me is on YouTube and Telegram. I am on other socials, but um, yeah, main, mainly YouTube and Telegram is the best place to find me, I would say, yeah. Will do. Yep, I'll link those. And then everybody out there, go follow MSeeker on YouTube. Check out his videos. Check out his exposés. Uh, great research, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, good to speak to you again, Jordan. Totally. We'll do this again soon. Absolutely. Cheers. Take care. So there you have it, my friends, M Seeker of Truth. I think he's a great guy. I think he's doing great work. If you want to go follow him, I will link his YouTube channel and his Telegram channel 
right underneath wherever this video or this podcast is located. And also, if you'd like to support the Conspiracy Analytica podcast, you can do so through platforms like Locals, and there's other ways to do so as well. Those will also link be linked in the description underneath this video. I appreciate you for listening. Go ahead and give this podcast or this video a thumbs up. Share it around with people who you think need to hear it. And make sure you subscribe to this channel because I'll have many more Conspiracy Analytica podcasts coming your way.